Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to our Real Housewives of Orange County episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week that we dive headfirst into Real Housewives of Orange County, Kate and I's podcast, Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. In that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present, trust us, there's a lot of shit to cover. Without further ado, let's dive into the ladies of Orange County. Hello, Kate. Hi, Polly. Just tore myself away from page six. (laughs) Kate and I literally just, we did a little bit of a catch up, but mostly we trashed about three to five celebrities on, while researching them on the only reliable news site, page six. Woo! (laughs) Thrilling. Yes. How are you doing? Um, I'm impressed that you are. It l- appears to me like we're covering Orange County. You're wearing an orange jumper. Piggly Wiggly. It's Piggly Wiggly. Me and my friends uh, went on a trip and stayed in Airbnb on Lake Michigan uh, a couple years back, a few years back. And we went to, it was a small town. They had a Piggly Wiggly and we all bought their merch because it was awesome. And I wear this Piggly Wiggly sweatshirt all the time. I will never forget first hearing about it. My aunt and her husband would travel all over the world and they would go away for months at a time. Um, And they did a lot of America. They traveled a lot for weeks on end. And I remember her coming back to England one time and saying, she was telling me all about the sights and all the hiking they'd done, all this fabulous stuff. She said, do you know there's a supermarket called Piggly Wiggly? And I couldn't believe it. And then fast forward to, I've never seen one in real life, but we were doing the potty and we were covering on our Wheel of Shame, some TLC show. And 
um it had them going to a piggly wiggly and i was just like i cannot like that it exists blows my mind it's unbelievable one day hopefully i'll reach the dizzying heights of being able to go to a piggly wiggly i hope so yeah it's a great great store love it gotta love it i'll tell you wherever where else i really want to go now it is as most of my plans are for it is for nefarious reasons i need to get myself to flagstaff arizona and i'll tell you for why (laughs) okay okay i cannot stop watching sister wives so guys the new we're going to talk about this on our wednesday episodes where we cover tlc shows this is our bravo episode but guys if you have not get your eyeballs on the new season of sister wives it's been on for about 24 years at this point or at least that's what it feels like nothing's really happened in 22 of those years but these last two years all the wives have left him or are leaving him. And it is beautiful television. We are talking about Cody, Mr. Ringlets, as we call him, his four wives that apparently had this great idol life with their 18 kids. Then one of them was catfished online by a woman pretending to be a guy. She's now banished. They're moving houses constantly. It's always renting or putting deposits down and mortgages and escrow. They moved to Vegas. Then then they landed in Flagstaff, Arizona, and they bought this monster land piece of property that is all going to be their grave sites. Absolutely (laughs) unconvinced. And they had this idea of building like five houses on there, these gigantic houses doing all this. And now Cody's gone into madness. He's gone into absolute madness. He went through COVID or COVID-19, as he always calls that. And he went mad. And the wives are leaving him. The empire's crumbling. He's not seeing 20 of the kids. Guys, it's fantastic television. So new season's up. You need to get your eyeballs on it. But I need to go to Flagstaff, Arizona. Have you ever been there? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, it looks beautiful. It looks like very, um, I think of Arizona and I just think of sun that would be terrible for my skin and um, desert, but I'd go in the autumn months for sure. But um, it does look beautiful, lots of woods. And basically I want to go to Coyote Pass. I want to go to that piece of land and I want to just hear Cody rambling away wearing his gloves and cutting wood which is all he apparently does on that piece of land not not a bit of lumber has been put down there to build a house (laughs) and it's like three years later it's it's basically coyote pass is basically the sir alley of tlc it's like oh we we gotta go we it really is we just i just want to walk that property i want to go around that property and see where all of their dreams just came crashing down. And, um, you know, go to Flagstaff, Arizona. Because I'm sure there's some, there's, there must be other things than just, you know, those ding-dongs there. Probably. Um, I mean, it's it's not that often that you get such a satisfying payoff from a long, long wait of, you know, the, like you say, the show for so long, it was the same, more of the same, more of the same. Yeah. And then for it to explode and have this big payoff. It's oh, it's just delicious. 
get thee to Coyote Pass. All right, guys. Well, we will talk about more of that on our Wednesday episode. But for now, we are talking about Orange County. Now, Kate, I know you were obviously really invested in the news on page six right now. I don't know if you saw yesterday, I think it was leaked, or even this morning. Um, not leaked, but it's a video of Taylor Armstrong leaving Craig's restaurant in LA, wasted with her husband. And she's talking to the paparazzi, but she's really like incoherent and kind of uh, wild. She'd obviously had like way too many martinis. And she's like, you can't talk to me because you don't know my name. What's my name to the paparazzi or TMZ guy who didn't know her name? And then she says, wait for the reunion. It's going to be the worst reunion event. We're all going after one person. We're all getting Heather. It's wild you need to watch the video okay i will definitely yep. watch that oh my god i love taylor i love taylor i love taylor she was going very oklahoma in it it was great Amazing. it was oh. great um so guys i was really happy that we had orange county back this week because obviously last week we didn't have it and you know kate i cannot believe that a mere year ago we were on real housewives of orange county with noella and that doctor that had a husband that changed his name from Ryan to Ryan. Ryan, Ryan. At like 40-something years old. Um, th- it was such a terrible season, Kate. It was awkward. That Noella didn't fit in at all. It was weird. It was like sweet James Bergen. I don't know what was going on. It was just a terrible season. This season? It's like the old days. I'm loving it. I'm loving it so much. Breaking of the fourth wall, walk-offs, producers. I love this shit. Yeah, it's great. It's so striking because we have, OC has had terrible years, really, really bad years for a long time. Remember that whole COVID time with Kelly Dodd and, oh, oh, it's so boring. Dark, dark times. Dark, dark. But this has been a breath of fresh. They've gone back to old school housewife ways, and I'm really happy about it. Um, We start this. So this episode is called It's My Fiesta. And I'll cry if I want to. We start off in Cynthia Rowley store, which is interesting because I do believe all of these franchises of housewives have some product placement and some designer placement, things like that, because Cynthia Rowley was a huge plot line i believe with ramona in real housewives of new york in the very very early days was something about them arguing if they knew cynthia rowley or that they were using each other's designers there was something like that between her and luann but he was very happy to see us back in a cynthia rowley store even though it was in the ac i hate that crap it's ugly it's very ladies who lunch it was just fit and flare dresses. That's Ugh. it. That's just it's it's very very New York. Um, very New York kind of old school ladies who lunch. That's kind of what it is. Um, so we see Emily, and Emily is really coming out as a great housewife. I have issues with her and Shane, but isn't she Kate? Oh, at this point, I fully stan emily she's bringing substance to the cast it's like okay i love the dumb scenes with them fighting but then we got these great scenes that we'll talk about later with her you know actually doing things that matter and she's awesome i love her secured her she secured her place the next season without a doubt 
um, we see her that she's meeting with, up with a woman called Kimberly, who's a nurse, um, who we who she's shopping for and getting some dresses um, because there is a big gala coming up. Now, do you do Americans say gala? How would you say that word? Uh, gala. Gala. That's how you say it. you say gala because I say gala. And it's so weird yeah. because you you say it as though it's spelled G-A-Y-L-A, and I say it as though it's spelled G-A-R-L-A, gala, and you say gala. Gala, yeah. So strange. Anyway, um, I realized that because when Emily comes in, she says, you ready for the gala? And I was like, is that how she's saying or is that how Americans say it? Yeah the gala um is for the california innocence project which is a fascinating um i've watched a couple of documentaries where they've been mentioned an organization that works to free people that have been incarcerated and found guilty of crimes that they were 100 percent innocent of um and it is established that it's not um you know a an organization that is talking about adjusting prison sentences or um things you know minutia that was wrong with the way people represented in court it is people that are a hundred percent innocent that are incarcerated and need to get them out of prison and emily because we know she's obviously a lawyer she has been working with them for a long time we see reference last season or season before of her talking to a gentleman that had been incarcerated and we see him again Tyrell a little bit later but Kimberly was a nurse and I want this story so I want to find out her whole story Kate Kimberly was 33 years old and and like I said a nurse and she came home to find her boyfriend murdered and she was immediately this number one suspect and found guilty of the crime and spent seven years years in prison until the person that actually did it admitted it oh hang on no that was the other woman's story that was the other woman's story that we get to um hang on i'm getting confused with this and the other woman because we see another woman later on at the gala that had been in prison for 28 years for a double murder and that was a woman that the, the actual um person that did it admitted it sorry so with with this woman with kimberly we don't know what happened but she was found and proven innocent of the crime but she was found guilty of murdering her boyfriend it's so fucked up i mean the prison system here is really messed up it's... oh and the judicial system that's more what yeah. it is the yeah system. and the yeah. prison system is horrendous as well but yeah it's i would easily say it's everyone's nightmare to be found wrongfully guilty of something it's just the worst wow i know that's one yeah. of your you've talked about you're like that's one of my greatest fears one of my it, it's, greatest fears it's one of my greatest fears it's really mm. one of the worst things that can happen it's like i i i think also the fact that if you look at my google history i could people will something happens you point a thing who if someone said to you tomorrow kate one of your mates was like um I, you know, I need to speak to, do you have any friends that I could speak to that has really good knowledge about true crimes, how people are found guilty, murder? Who are you going to say, Kate? Probably all the way. Exactly. So this is kind of my fear as well. Sometimes you just know too much. And (laughs) being an immigrant as well and on my green card, they have all my shit. They have my fingerprints. They have my iris scan. They have my DNA. I swear they have everything. 
So I live in a constant state of fear generally in life, but I also live in a constant state of fear of that. So uh, anyway, having said that, we, her and Kimberly are talking about that and they get her. So this girl is coming up, they're shopping for dresses, Kate, and they have a conversation. Um, Then we get to Heather and Gina have a FaceTime and basically she's talking about um, Heather saying, I need to go to Huntington beach, which is far, uh, but I need to go to Huntington beach to chat. This is where Shannon's having this big party, this big taco party, um, tequilas and taco party. And she said, I need to go and speak to her because the way they left it last time, remember was them all dressed up as each other and Heather being accused of spilling the beans on her and John's relationship. So Gina's like, well, good luck, good luck. Then uh, we see Tamra in Glam, and then Kate, we see Shannon and Heather meet up. Yes, this was a tense scene. They get together to fight, basically. So Shannon is pissed, like you said, that Heather told people about her and John's issues, and what she's not realizing is that she's told everyone about this, but she's blackout when she does it. And so she doesn't know who all knows firsthand from her. To interject there just a little bit. It's so what they did for Ed suit. Shannon's setting up. This looks like massive party, by the way, the food, the decorations, everything she's getting ready all throughout the day for like 10 people, by the way, that turn up. Anyway, so Heather comes down and they sit and they go, let's just get into it. And you're right. They're talking about that. And then we get, we have known for seasons and we'll go back to, do you remember, go back to these first seasons of seeing Shannon and David, I said this before, he gets up really early to do his job, the white Walker that she was married to. And she said, I will go and play online poker on the computer, on my own, until it's time to go to bed. And she'd have a glass of vodka like that next to her. She drinks all the time. She drinks all night. And we have heard it many times before, seasons previously, of like definitely from, it was Tamara. She just gets wasted and she just calls me and she just doesn't remember. And then we see the editors cut to all of them, Kate. They're all saying she does this. Yep. She's spilled a lot and if you have over served yourself ever you know never. that this can happen <laughs> I know. I know. Never. Uh, you know you you have a few drinks and okay here's everything going on in my life good and the bad and the ugly you know and she does mm-hmm. that so everyone knows the story with her and John but uh you know Heather is the one getting all the blame yeah. because Heather you know kind of brought it up to people knowing that it would come up on the show. Um, And she's kind of spinning it, Heather, by saying Shannon needed it to come up so that she could control the narrative. And I was like, are you her PR rep or like producer or are you her friend? Like, that's not really a good argument. I don't. And that's what she put in a text to Shannon that Shannon read out to us. She said she's trying to manipulate. She's trying to take all of this in. And if you see, I mean, we, we've said this before and everybody knows that Heather is calculating. She's rehearsed every line she says on camera on this reality show. And we've seen her off court off guard twice, I believe. And the only time we've seen her off guard before was when she recently in this season, when her career was attacked. That's how, that's the chink in her armor, right? But here, did you hear her say to Shannon, 
Shannon. And Shannon's like, I told you a few things. I've told Emily a few things. Or she said, whatever. And she, ta- and she goes, Heather goes, you don't remember. You tell people a lot of things. And it's like, oh, uh, right there. That's housewife speech for you're an alcoholic and I'm outing you right now. Yeah, that's why Shannon is freaking out. So Heather also points out to us that because Shannon keeps saying John is that's her big line this season. John is a very private person. He's such a private person. Yes. Heather points out to us that Shannon has said openly to all of them that he loves the limelight. And so he I believe that he does but he doesn't want the limelight when he's being a piece of shit and he's like, do you know, negative things, obviously. So um, Shannon ends up walking off. What made her walk off? Well, they're getting, I mean, they got very heated very quickly and yeah. they sat opposite each other at this table. And it's kind of her just going around saying, Heather saying, I am not telling people this stuff. You're telling people this and we're discussing it. That's it. And Shannon's going, it's not true. And none of you should be discussing my relationship. You realize that John's private. And then that's and and then that's when Heather says, but he's not. You told us he loves the limelight. And that's that made her snap. So like a spoiled brat, she throws her water bottle on the ground, gets the mic pack off, straight away, mic pack off. Um, oh no, t- or was it no, it wasn't here that she did it. No, this was the she didn't take the mic off. This is her shouting at production. Or did she no, take that off? Her? That's later when she's setting up for the party. For this one, she walks off to the producers and she's like, no, I'm done. I'm done. Nope. This is what I'm talking about. Take my mic off. Take my mic off. And they take it off her. And then they show her, they show footage of her like stomping yes. down the road. She did take her mic off. Yes. And she forgot to do it in the next one. Yeah. And yeah. then you see Heather. Something that was shocking to me is then you see Heather walk off. Did you see the height of the heels she was wearing? No. I needed to point this out. So this place that um, she was setting up this party, Shannon, is like the back of a restaurant um, that's right on the beach. And Heather's wearing this, you know, dress or whatever. But these heels were like seven inch heels, like stiletto, not stiletto, they're like thicker stiletto, really odd. Anyway, she walks off, massive fight. Then we go to this scene with Jen and her son, Dominic. And I like that they were playing football, aka soccer, or Dominic was, and the kittens. <gasps> the kittens. So, you know, Jen, that Jen fosters and adopts all these animals and she's fostering these kittens, which were just beyond beautiful. And they got a little chubby one out. <laughs> it was all chubby. And, um, her daughter seems really, really good with handling these little kittens. Anyway, so that she's talking to Dominic. And this whole conversation, I don't know. It, I, it definitely felt forced. I don't think Dominic was comfortable. Meant He's only a young boy. And she was saying to him, you know, that then the kittens go to their home after this. They get adopted and that's their home. And that's what we did to you. And would you want to meet your birth mum? I was like, I don't know if this needs to be on TV. That's my exact note. I was like, okay, great. This is a healthy conversation. 
But why is this little, I mean, what is he like seven years old or mm. something? I'm like, why is this being filmed? It was like really personal. It was like, do you want to meet your birth mom? Uh, and then, that was, and then what people, would you say to her? It's like, whoa. And he even, you can tell he's uncomfortable because he like spikes the camera. He's like looking at the camera directly. Like, um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it was that was not that was not i was like uh let's go back to the animals and stuff um so we get that little interlude then we get the most uh, no wonder everyone's fucking pissed off with heather i mean it's so bad at this point we go and see her and her ding dong husband signing escrow papers for a penthouse we'll get to the penthouse we will get to that penthouse a little bit but they're signing papers at this point for um this penthouse that they're buying in LA because that's so she can restart her entire movie career and uh, TV career um and they decided they are selling their house for 55 million dollars yep. 55 million it was the biggest uh home deal in orange county that year yep jabreau chateau 55 million and i looked up they spent they spent 22 million just on all the renovations and customization they did to it and everything i don't know well, how built much it from the ground up oh did they so, sorry yeah they bought the land okay they built it remember they built everything in that that's right okay i couldn't remember if it was like a lot of renovations okay so they built it so 22 million i wonder how much the land was yeah but i'm sure they they profited i mean that's i mean hum- yes yeah that's a humongous sale i want to know who bought that uh, yeah it's someone that wants privacy with ndas and all of that just somebody yeah. with a t- 15 Five million. That's what you hear like major, major movie stars spending. He's, I mean, plastic surgeons, the money. And I know that they never stopped working. Every TV show, every book they could write, every television appearance, they've done all of it. But this is 55 million. It's wild. I just, it's wild. They're signing, they're like, yeah, we're going to play. 20. 22,000 square feet. I... No one needs that. That's really big. That's... You, just, you don't do, you just don't. Yeah, it's it really goes beyond. It's, it's hard to imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then we go back to Shannon's party. So she's still, she's now, you, you know, they didn't show it, but she must have been down in that tequila. After the fight with Heather, she comes back and she's fixing these flowers and she's fixing all this decoration. She's apparently been there since like dawn, it looks like. And she's fixing all this stuff for this party. And she's talking (laughs) to someone. And then we see um, Emily in another scene. And she's going to get her coffee with sugar. Oh, I'm being bad. I got a little sugar in my coffee. I'm being so bad. It's like so Orange County. Yeah. I don't think Orange County allows carbohydrates. Like, I don't think if you, when you enter OC, they say just the home of no carbohydrates because it's the way these women eat or don't eat fascinates me. Anyway, um, she gets a coffee and she sits down. She decides to FaceTime <laughs> Shannon Storm's Bador. 
never forget that her maiden name is Storms. Never. Um, and Emily went off. So the intention for calling, she said, was to say that I was going to be late to the party because I have the gala. But instead, it kind of got elevated in a split second. And she was saying to Shannon, I think how it started was telling Emily what happened with Heather, right? I think so, yeah. And then they get into it. And at one point, did you see Emily's hand shaking? I mean, she was hopping mad. You need to go back and watch it. She's her hand shaking like this. She holds her hand. She's like this. And she goes, You don't tell the truth about anything, Shannon. She's like screaming at her. You're Jekyll and Hyde. You're Jekyll and Hyde. And she breaks fourth wall. She's like, You're one thing on camera and another thing off. (gasps) You keep all, you don't talk about anything in your life or any of your feelings or your relationship or anything on camera. And that's, and then you come on the show and you don't talk about shit. And I was like, yes, Emily, like, yes, this is what we need from our housewives. And it's like so rare these days to just get someone just like going off. And I loved it. I loved it. It was very raw. It was very genuine because you could imagine, I can't really imagine like filming a reality show where, as Andy says, when you go into it, it's everything's exposed. Yeah. So whatever you did 15 years ago, it's going to come back. The mugshots are going to come back. The divorces, the everything's the bankruptcies. It's all going to come out. Plus everything that's going on today. Emily's spoken about this. She's spoken about losing children, about the relationship with her mother, her husband, everything. And then if you're on a show with somebody else, it's just going, yeah, everything's great. Thank you. And you know, it's a bunch of bullshit. Yes, that explains her anger so well. You understand it. I Yeah, I think that's really important to just lay out. It's like these women we have later on, you know, we get a throwback to Gina and the DUI stuff. Like these women have just exposed themselves and all their issues, all their problems, their relationships, everything on camera. And they're getting these late night drunk blackout calls from Shannon being like, Oh my God, me and John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith are like fighting and he called me fat and oh God, I fucking hate him. And this is awful, but like blah, blah, blah. And they're getting these calls all the time. And then, yeah, like you say, they start filming and it's like, yeah, so everything's great. Um, Yeah, we're not going to get married yet. I'm just taking my time it's with it. Infuriating. Yeah. 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 So Emily, and then she ends up, and it was really funny. Like she's trying to hang up on her on FaceTime. She can't, she's so <laughs> angry. She can't hang out up on her on FaceTime. She's like, I'm not coming. Have fun with me. She goes, have fun with your party and like tries to keep closing the FaceTime. You can't get it. And you can just hear Shannon squawking. So yeah. she's like, God damn it. So you know, funny. it's something that we need to remember about Shannon. Well, remember, once again, we go back, we do our research as historians. And going back to the early days of Shannon being introduced, obviously, remember, she was that unrecognizable. The face was unrecognizable now. And she was stick, stick, that very ill thin because she just lived on vodka. We know that now. Um, But she was an extreme. She was brought up with extreme privilege. She was very, very wealthy. And she is just a spoiled brat. And then she married a man with tons of money. She's just a spoiled brat. And she has never got out of that. So she gets off that phone and she is boiling mad. Oh, she's got her black 
baseball cap Balenciaga yep. hat on and yep. she's just she's got tears in her eyes and she's just like oh, what the Jekyll and Hyde Jekyll and Hyde and this is yeah this is where she's yes she's uh just crying to the producer you guys have your fucking party like because mm-hmm. it's obviously just a party you know to film at exactly you guys have your fucking party don't film this is my life and obviously they kept filming every second really and uh she's just like she just starts listing like the shit going on with her and john like oh yeah like what was she all saying hello let's talk about that yeah it's not about um you know uh where is it okay you know it's what it's about look what we're thinking what we're going to talk about like the money the money is that we're the money that we're worried the money's running out that um his kid doesn't like me Oh, it was great. She was giving us everything. And she, luckily for us, forgot to unplug her her mic, Pat. So we were just, I mean, it was beautiful. And then I, and then I realized as I'm watching this, Kate, this is great housewife stuff, but also John Jensen Johnson is, um, a lot of things are falling into place. We constantly see them hanging out still going for dinner and, you know, um, to use Aviva Drescher's term, the word on the street is that, you know, they've broken up and they break up a while ago and they're just great friends. Um, What she's done is, I want him still on the show because this is brilliant. It's like a Brooks. It's like a brilliant drama era with the husband that we haven't had for a long time. We rarely actually see him on the show or speaking. He's just kind of a mute. Like you really don't hear him speak a lot at all. Um, so has she just faked the breakup oh she also says remember remember then we get heather's list she never she's he's never slept over at the house i don't and i remember when we first met him it was like this crazy family scene and all his kids and her kids were in this were in her kitchen and she was so happy and stuff like that but he's never slept over she pays for everything that's what heather dubrow said and the kids don't like her. And in this scene where she's screaming at production, she's saying, it's what about the money running out? Or 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 is kids so she's confirming all of this stuff. And it's like Whoa. And then he calls right in the middle weird. of this. That was yeah. really weird. And she's like, Oh, I'm freaking out. Like Emily just called me Jacqueline Hyde and no. I didn't have to go. And he's like, Okay, darling, or whatever. It was it was weird that he called at that point. I mean, I know it's all edited, so it could have been like 10 minutes later, but whatever. But the breaking of the fourth wall of her, then we see Emily breaking the fourth wall to production. And she is fuming, by the way, what I would give to work in production. I understand you're working 18 hour days, but you have housewives coming to you to complain about other housewives. There is nothing I would love more. Dream nothing. job, Yeah. Um, and she's saying to this, to whoever it was in production, she's just getting away with all of this. She doesn't say any of her shit. We say all of the shit on camera and she doesn't. And I I mean, Emily was, I've never seen her that un- angry. Yeah, it was, it was really nice to just have them. Cause like sometimes, especially on Beverly Hills, yeah, they just are alluding to these things they're annoyed by oh. or th- alluding alluding to things that happened off camera and they they won't really talk about it we're not doing that oc oc season fucking 17 
We're yep. talking about it. We're mentioning it all. So mentioning it I, yeah, I appreciate Emily just going there and all of them really. Uh, so yeah. this scene of Shannon having a hissy fit in her Balenciaga hat about her fiesta party is of stark contrast uh, <laughs> to what we then see like Emily and Gina going to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're going to the, they're getting ready for the gala. Um, and they go and, um, you see all the women getting ready, getting their glam and makeup. And we meet Marilyn, who was, I mean, even saying these words, she was in prison for 20. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Eight years for a double murder. She was put on death row and she said, I was found innocent, or they realized my innocence when the woman confessed to what she'd done. 28 years later, 28 years institutionalized for over nearly three decades in a prison. And then she sat getting her makeup done for this gala and working with Project Innocence. You just, you, Life is so, it's just it's a double murder. Death row. Uh, it really was. The, I mean, I was, yeah, I, I really admired some of the people we met uh, at this gala. Oh. Like, just the strength it takes to go through something like that. And then, you know, not just, okay, that happened, moving on. Like, to then, you know, invest your time in trying to prevent it happening with other people. It's it's just amazing. So, it, I mean, and like Emily, when they, Emily and um, Gina come out and they um, speak to Terrell, who Emily had, we'd met Terrell before, I think it was in the previous season, when Emily was speaking about this project, he'd spent 15 and a half years in prison. And Emily said, you know, you, you we get, I mean, look how agitated I get up get at talking about housewives and Kanye West's girlfriend. But it's like, she, can you imagine how angry you'd be at life? And you could, that would, could consume you. And Emily said, you didn't do that, Terrell. You are a calm, loving, kind man who is, who just got a bill passed in Congress. So, you know, he's doing so much with such a um, beautiful temper and attitude that he he could end up he could be so angry and bitter 15 and a half years in prison for se- sitting there knowing you did nothing you weren't involved 
and that would be completely justified. You I know, know. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Be like, yeah, you know, and I there's a lot of people where that's that's exactly what you would do: just sit at home and oh, just be angry at the world. And mm. I'd probably be that way, you know. But it's just like. And then you see, like you say, the contrast of this spoiled brat, Shannon Storms Bedore, who's throwing a like $15,000 party and crying and screaming, getting called Jekyll and Hyde. It's, it was, it's life, It was man. wild. It, it was a wild contrast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we go, then we go to that. We, I realized, I thought Heather, I thought it was going to be split that Heather was going to the gala, but she didn't go, right? We didn't see her. She just didn't go to either of them. No. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So we see Tammy Sue come in with um with Eddie and Taylor and John come in. Um and Ryan and God that Ryan. He's so transparent. He's a guy you want to go up and just go, I completely have your number. I know exactly who you are. I know exactly who you are. He's not fooling anyone except Jen. Apart from Jen. I know. Yeah. Um, so they go in. They're at the party, and I just wrote here that that cost a fortune. I know I'm going on about this, but there were ten people there, Kate. Yeah, and the food and the decor, the flowers, the renting of the place—it's thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. My favorite thing was Tamara going up to the bar and just being like, and Eddie's like, "Hey, hey, hey! Now you with tequila, my." My wife, you know, she takes her clothes off oh. and she has tequila. And Tamara's like, I'm just going to have one drink. And I, was, I just cackled. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> That's another thing. You know how we hate a running thing of these house husbands that we hate is, oh, he's babysitting the kids, even though he's a father. Or, right. um, you know, he's playing daddy today. Another one I hate is when they're like, oh, you can't have too much because you know what will happen like that. But yeah. anyway, they do... Um, this very, very bizarre gentleman called Senor Noodles. Now, guys, we could have a whole episode dedicated to this guy that 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 Shannon Storms Bador was promoting the shit out of. Even last week when she was mentioning this party, she said, and it's gonna have Senor, Senor Noodles. And then this week she says, and Senor Noodles is here. And it, and this very odd gentleman comes out in a chef's coat mm-hmm. and does a bizarre, terrible attempt at a rap about tacos. I'm not sure what I he mean, was rapping. It, you got to hustle out there, Polly. Like you got, he's promoting his mixtape. He's a chef. He's got, he's got side hustles. I, <laughs> I would have been very uncomfortable watching this portly gentleman stand in front of me and try and rap it was he didn't like he didn't embody what he was trying to give off at all plus is he actually a chef why is it there were no noodles like i was so confused it was it was was awesome it was awesome and then it just like cuts to taylor just like awkwardly bobbing like they're all just like politely bobbing at his rap and smile like smiling they're like oh so funny um and then they do a tequila tasting um which by the way nothing will compare to tequila tasting that she who shall not be named bethany frankel took the gals on when they went to their 
you know, Mexico. But anyway, they attempted, like all of them attempt to follow the greats of New York, but they did this tequila testing and they were all, oh, we're all drunk or whatever. And then they, then Eddie gives this really weird sycophantic, he hate he hates Shannon. Can we remember in episode two of this season, he's like, well, Shannon's a drunk. She drinks too much. And the, on- the only thing that was good about her was David Bedore. Let's not forget that's what Eddie said in episode two of this this season. That's, that's right. What does he say at this party? I didn't write this then down. He goes no. to Shannon. He goes, "Well, look, I'm glad we're here to see your relationship, and nobody else comments. Nobody else should comment on your relationship, and I'm just so glad we're here to celebrate it." Eddie, you hate her. What? I didn't uh, get that at all. I really didn't. Um. Okay. And then it's something about sleeping with someone. Um, well, you better not sleep with someone else. And then that Ryan literally stands up and goes, oh, that's my job. And the whole table explodes with laughter. I'm like, give me up. Shut up, Ryan. I just want to go, Slimy. shut up and just yeah. go away. Yeah, go buy more hair gel or something. And um, then please talk about, Kate, this next conversation, Shannon, Gina, DUI. Go. Okay. Okay. So Taylor asks, it all starts with Taylor asking Shannon, so how are you going to deal with the situation with Gina and Emily and Heather? And she's like, oh, I don't know. And then we get Jen telling us in the confessional with what they did to me, you cannot trust a secret with this group of women. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. It's real housewives get on board, get on board. And so then Jen takes this opportunity to spill that Gina told her the other day that she feels like Shannon was poking around for Gina and Travis gossip with Emily. It's like, yeah, she was obviously. Yeah. Okay. So then this leads to Shannon drunkenly talking about Gina getting a DUI and how she had her friend calling the DA at 10 p.m. So CPS didn't take Gina's kids away. It's not an act of kindness if you're just doing it to brag on national television about how good of a person you are and then hold it over your friend's head forever. It's like Bethany still bringing up to this day, still bringing up Lou you know, getting Lou to rehab and paying for it and all this shit. Like she's yeah. still, I recently saw her saying that in like Instagram comments. Don't even try that with Lou. Okay. Don't even try because you know, when you did that with Lou, well, that's, that's another franchise. It, it reminded me of that though. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like you, that's so nice that you did that, but it becomes less and less nice when you just continuously repeatedly hold it over their head and make them feel bad about it. It was ridiculous. And then, Jen was the only one. I mean, you could tell Shannon was blasted at this point. She was really yeah. drunk. Like, yeah. I, I am, I, I'm really going on on this, and it's not. I hope it's brought up in the reunion because they're filming the reunion very, very soon. That's what Taylor was saying in her drunken rant. There's a theme with all these women, um, but it needs to be brought up that Shannon is an alcoholic. She drinks every single day, and she is drunk for most of this filming. And seeing her wasted when she was having this conversation was the rare time that we can really noticeably seeing her absolutely wasted because her tolerance is so high. She's drinking all the time. But she was said she's wastedly slurring. Like you say, I do this for Gina. And you know, CPS. And that was, and Jen was the only one to say, 
that was really really inappropriate yeah jen's like am i the only one hearing this this is not dinner party conversation this is really inappropriate yeah it's very very ugly very very ugly and it's just it's something that gina is ashamed about and it's something that gina exposed openly on this show ding dong and yeah. talked about and you're bringing it up now so that we don't have to talk about your shit relationship and your problem with drinking like it's really rich for you to be sh- like shitting on gina for a dui when you are like loaded and have been loaded all day Shannon has no clue what's coming for her in this season. She, it's TikTok. I think they've all been biting their tongue for a long time. Tamara said a little bit, but they are sick of it with this John Jensen, Jansen, Johnson coming in and seeing what was going on with him and what Shannon says. They were like, okay, this is enough now. We've hidden too much for you. So her mentioning CPS was a bad move. Um, And so, yeah, they have that and everyone's kind of like, oh, and then, can we stop thinking it's really cute and fun to like they get this tequila it's an actual super soaker that someone has probably not cleaned shoved tequila in and putting it in there spraying it in their mouth okay whatever this isn't a booze cruise but all right and then they just then Tamara gets it is squirting everyone if I was at a dinner party and someone just suddenly starts pouring tequila on me I'd be like fuck off I'd be like get the mic pack off I'm leaving yeah it's so it's so like I would maybe have enjoyed that when I was like tw- literally just turned 21 and I'm at and I'm in a swimsuit in a, in a backyard. Swimsuit. Yeah, I don't at, care about at that. A, if I was... like a kegger, but Absolutely. not at a nice dinner. Like they're wearing nice dresses and everything's like, oh, I'm going to squirt you with tequila. <laughs> it was, they were doing it like, and they, these women spend thousands on glam and their outfits. And I'm like, dude, like, wait, oh, shut stop doing this. Stop. That's, anyway. that's, what ha- that's what happens when you party with senior noodles. And Tammy Sue. And <laughs> Tammy Sue. Now we get back to another incredibly obnoxious scene that we're just going to whiz on through, but it's Heather in her new, um, sorry, os- soon to be Oscar winning Heather Page Kent slash Debrow in their new penthouse. Now I know where this is because when they showed it, I used to do some PA work, personal assistant work, and I did. I worked for an extremely, extremely wealthy family. They were old New York money that had moved to California. And they had um, asked me if I wanted to work for this other woman that they were friends that had come from New York as well. Real, like Morgan money, like Mm. that type of money, right? And she lived in the same building as Heather's place. So I know exactly where it is. It's prime it's the prime real estate tall tower in West Hollywood. I won't say where it is, but I know where where exactly well, it it's, is. It's 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 I wrote it down. It's online everywhere. It's in Century City, right? It's like the Century Building, isn't it? No, she's in the Doheny Tower. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. She, well, I just said it. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. It's like not like I know her address, but no. So she. These are like where real like celebrities. Um, and like old money kind of have something because it's very, very centralized and local. Um, like the, 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 um, the Wilshire corridor is usually like for, is, is older kind of Persian money. Like anyway, but we're not going to give a tour of LA real estate, but we go in 
and it's two, it's two bedrooms, three and a half baths. It said it did say fourteen million, right? Yes, fourteen million, which is pretty humble, considering <laughs> considering you know they spent. Hey, we know LA money and real estate, but fourteen million—that's a bit like New York prices, not yeah. LA prices. I was really, really really shocked by that really shocked well I think a lot of it has to do with the customization that's done in it and all the right because like they oh sorry what designer was it she didn't mention it like 15 times (laughs) and can I tell you I thought it was fucking ugly some of those countertops were disgusting like it I I was so shocked that she was actually Blaunted because Cavalli, I don't think she would ever wear any Cavalli. First of all, it's not her style. It's way too loud and Italian. And and his designing of that, I thought was awful. I I think so too. It just looked it looked generic, rich. You know, everything's beige with gold accents. If I had that kind of money, I would be buying super cool, colorful, fun art and. You mean when we have that money from an award-winning podcast? Yes. Right, right, yeah. Guys, don't forget to sign up to our Patreon. Five bucks a month, five bucks a month. Um, No, I I, I was just very shocked because I just didn't think it was her, even. I was like, this isn't even you two. It was very odd. It really threw me. And then that Nikki came in and was like, oh, I'm going to bang, basically, I'm going to bang a load of girls in here. And they're like, oh, Nikki, stop. Oh. Well, he's at USC. I mean, I'm just, I said not, like, I can't. Moving on. Did you know everything was shipped in from Italy and Spain? Like, she's just so insufferable. Yeah. Um, Then we had, um, go back to Jen again, and they're feeding the little kittens. Um, And her daughter's helping, and her daughter's daughter is being fantastic the way they're being with the kittens. But I was very upset they were doing it on a countertop because not because of hygiene things, but if one kitten fell off that because kittens are everywhere, it would break its little legs. I didn't know why they were doing it on a countertop. That was my only thing. I was like, they were being very careful when they were watching them. But I was like, can you put the kittens on the floor and feed them, please? Because one of them falls off. Oh, that. Anyway, they got them all. And then we have Gina come over, right? Yes, I. You're gonna have to take this scene. Okay, I don't. I don't have this written down. They're doing the kittens. The daughter take the daughter looks lovely. That daughter looks really sweet. <gasps> Excuse me as well. And then they're feeding the kittens. And then um, Gina comes over and she's going, oh "My God, you held you so Oh God, I can't stand her. Anyway, she comes over oh. and then Jen's like, "Let's get some coffee." coffee. And she makes coffee. Let's get some coffee. And she makes the coffee. And then this is when I'm like, this is another brand or placement, product placement, because she, Jen gets into her fridge and takes out two big coffee mates. And it's like, she doesn't say coffee mate, but Gina goes, wow, so many selection. So what was that line? Oh yeah. So many choices. And I was like, oh God. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. I was like, why are they talking so much about the creamer? But yeah, yeah, it's probably an ad. Yeah. Um, and they basically just talk about what do they talk about? Oh, the night before. Oh, yes, of course. Talks about the gala, and then Jen spills to her what Shannon said about CPS. 
and Gina was not happy. Um, so we know that's brewing for a fight. And we know they're fighting online right now. Those two hate each other, Shannon and Gina. Um, then we go and see randomly Emily meets up with Shannon, which I was surprised at. I was like, okay. And I did laugh that Emily was completely inappropriately dressed for this. She thought she was going to a coffee house, but it was like a much kind of posher brunch kind of place where women were just wearing you know, flower dresses. And so Shannon comes in and she's like, oh, you look great. She's like, I, I thought this was a coffee place. I'm sorry, sweatpants. Um, and they order and Shannon, of course, orders um, a burger with no bun. And Emily orders a burger with a bun and a loaf. She goes, I'll take a whole loaf of sourdough, please. Oh, yes. Good girl. Go, Emily. Yeah. And and they've got the drinks flowing yeah. and uh, they are... They're talking about, you know, everything that occurred at the fiesta and every, and yes. the blame turns back to Heather. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the fl- can we talk about the flashback scene? I wrote that down. You will all see the truth. And then Heather, should we call an ambulance? She's having a psychotic break. I remember when that happened and that I'm so glad they showed this because Emily's saying manipulative, how manipulative she is and things like that, which I can't I remember. Is Emily supposed to be Heather's friend? I'm so confused with those two. Anyway, Heather is so calculating to, to say to, it was the equivalent of saying the woman's hysterical, get her away. Shannon is beyond high strung. We all know this and that she was really agitated. She cannot form. She cannot keep herself calm. She cannot control her emotions and she's wasted most of the time. So that whole dinner party when she screamed as she went out, Heather turning and saying, oh, I think she's having um, I think she's having a nervous breakdown. I mean, we know what you're doing, that painting a picture for everyone that A, you're actually really altruistic and caring about her. And two, She's a fucking nut job. I mean, she's te- Heather is terrible. She, yeah, she's a sneaky woman. I sneaky. yeah, I would I would not want to be friends with her. Yeah, yeah. She- so um, then Emily turned surprisingly. You know, a, a lot of housewives would just keep on the Heather hate train at that point. Yeah. Like, okay, we don't have to talk about me yeah. or anything I did. Like, let's see. Yeah. But she turns it back to their relationship. Um, her and Shannon and she, Emily earnestly tells her she really still wants to be friends with her. She's been upset awake at night thinking about it. And yeah, he really cares about her and, and doesn't want them to, to stop being friends. Yeah. I'm confused. I, I don't know. I guess I'm just confused with all of these dynamics. I thought they were never friends. I, I know when they became big buddies. I, I don't know. I'm a bit lost. I'm a bit lost. I think it just changes constantly. But she was alluding to, well, we've, you know, we've come so far in our relationship and we have a good friendship. And I'm just like, okay, I never thought you two got on. And then I, th- you get on with Heather and I, I don't know. But it all ended well. They were like friends. They were like, well, you missed the taco night. Da, da, da. And so that all ended well. And that was it for OC. But Heather, everyone's going to come for Heather. Everyone's coming for her. Everyone's coming for Heather and everyone's fed up with Shannon not playing the game. And Shannon's not playing the game because she doesn't want to be on the show anymore, but she needs the money. 
You didn't she's think been so. there long enough. She's been there long enough that she thinks she can get away by like producing herself and painting this illusion of what her life is. And that's, they don't like that. That's not fair. So yeah. Her out. I, I mean, I think she likes the attention of being on the show, but I don't think she likes, you know, throwing all these parties and having to see all these women and, because she's not yeah because she's not really friends she's friends with Tamara and I don't think she hangs out with anybody else no yeah I don't think she hangs out with anybody else um and she hates Gina and she hates Heather so yeah uh, to me as well these ep- this episode was showing us Heather's departure he- there is all these massive rumors that she's going to be H now I don't know. A lot of people was kind of saying, I can't imagine it. But remember, in this scene, she also said three things are coming true. One, um, I the penthouse in LA. Two, selling the house. And the third thing, I can't talk about. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, she can't. They've sold the house. They haven't bought anything else in the OC, as far as we know. So where are they living right, right now? They're yeah, they're they're in that penthouse in LA. There's only two bedrooms. So, well, they've got four kids. Two are, two are at university, but they've got the other two and these two. Like, I, I wonder know. where they're living. They must have a rental somewhere, a rent rental house. Yeah, and I I read they're also building a summer house in Idaho on a lake. So they've got some stuff cooking. Yeah. I don't want her on Beverly Hills. No, no way. We can't do that cross. You're not Taylor. Taylor Armstrong did it fantastically. She can't. She's not. She can't do it. No. She'll be even more fake and even more obnoxious. Oh, yeah. Um, And she'd have to read and she'd be trying so hard as well because it was on a new new franchise. Um. Talking about trying hard, we're going to touch, guys. We did, Neither of Kate and I have got around to watching Crappy Lake yet. So I, apologies. We know that the finale is out. But we did watch um, Real Housewives of New York. Listen, I'm still having a really hard time with that. Really hard time with it. And we're in episode four or five, whatever now. And it's not getting better for me. And I want to know your feelings. You, did, you watched this episode, right, Kate? Yes, I did. I did. Talk to me off because after watching this episode, what you are feeling about Bryn. Go. Oh, Bryn specifically? Yes. I think she's a good reality character, but this episode, I don't even have notes on. I played it tonight um, after work and I couldn't even stay off my phone. I was so bored. I was just on my phone. It's, it was boring. It's boring. It's, I don't like even calling it Roni. It's not Roni. It's a group of women they, that are friends or not friends. There is no drama, no singular drama. There, Bryn, I was okay with her. And now I'm completely, I'm already over you for the fifth episode. She's walking in and, play, and she kind of is, oh, it's like this, uh, with her mouth open because she's playing the one gonna flirt with your dad oh, which, and it's just this 
it's this it's like we could never be on housewives because we know housewives we know the formula she is playing this part that's way too obvious it's not genuine and she's in there and i think that due to a lot of her childhood trauma as well i think her entire life she probably plays is very performative but um on this she goes in and she's wearing sunglasses um and it's nine o'clock at night it's like and you're wearing a big coat yeah right because you're the femme fatale of this series got it oh keep your dad away from her or your brothers because she's gonna flirt then she says that stupid stuff to her husband which was really stupid it's like shut up if that was my husband and you said that this isn't cute i just none of this is cute and then she i i honestly think this is how much i know my housewives she recreated a scene from real housewives of new york you know when she stood there and she hears something crash and she goes oppa and she goes don't worry it's sponsored like that there is a scene where ramona mazor singer um has redone her apartment after um the breakup with Marie singer and she um has everyone over of course harry dubin's there um lou with um tom d'agostino um we have dorinda we have tins and um and her mum and um we see um we you know sonia's on fire because she's got a natural wit and a natural talent and she's saying to everyone yeah ramona's taking everyone around saying this was 5.99 this was 3.99 or whatever it was and in the scene someone crashes a glass like in this scene and sonia shouts out don't worry 5.99 and i swear it was like the exact same scene she just recreated it and the whole talking during a speech thing was very much do you remember that episode of course with uh ramona and sonia and they're fighting during that really important speech dorinda where a woman is talking about sexual abuse yes i don't talk to dorinda's going don't do that to me again ramona they're having a full-on fight that's right yeah so it's just here's the thing if 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 this was classic roni and sonia morgan walked into an anniversary party yep. with a fur coat and sunglasses on i would be like oh my god hilarious it's sonia yes but she hasn't built that no. up yet where it's where it's charming <laughs> it's, she's, because it's not real she yeah. is not re- she's she's drawn out who she's going to be and she goes, all right, I'm the naughty one. I am the one that flirts with all the guys. And I love them and leave them. And it's like, yeah, well, great. We got the shtick. Uh, is there anything about you actually? What does she do, by the way? Where did she get money from? Oh, yeah. What was her job? Uh, what does she do? What does it- the nanny do? <laughs> um, let me look at this up. Wise reference for everybody. <laughs> just in case just in case um because i just can't i can't remember what she does i don't find she's like a communications marketing whatever whatever um it's one of these jobs that nobody really understands what they do yeah she did uh she went to purdue and then started a career in pr yeah Um, okay okay yeah and then uh now it's like marketing i guess 
I just can't make head nor tail of it. it. It's she. I just don't. I don't find anyone. I don't. I find Jenna Lyons doesn't even want to be there. I don't know why she did this show. I don't find her charming or witty. Or I'm not. Everyone seems so enamored by her, and I don't really get it. I don't think she wants to be on TV. So I'm like, why are you on? Why are you doing this? Yeah. I think the rest of them are absolute non-starters. I this isn't Roni. So stop trying to tell us it's Roni. The closest thing we have to what we want, I think, is like Jessel. Agreed. Who, who is sort of like Ramona Light, you know? It's like yes. out of Ramona touch, Light. rich yeah. people things. Um yes. you're like, oh, we have to go have our kids go to this sixty thousand dollars a year preschool because yes. Tom Cruise's kid went there or whatever it was yeah um so that's those scenes are kind of funny I guess but like I just it's not holding my attention it's just mm-hmm. not it's not no and something's got to be done because this there is and even coming up there were more there was more drama in a quarter of a scene between Jill and 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 Ramona at times than there are in all five of these episodes. There's been nothing happen. Nothing. It's like I don't want to watch a serious scene about you and your husband's tenth anniversary party with like ten people giving speeches. Like this is not entertaining at all. And then no, are, yeah, I'm like, of course they're gonna talk and cause a scene to make this somewhat interesting. Like it was so fucking boring. I know. I hope Bravo's oh, listening I'm, to us. I'm, I'm so pissed off because I didn't serve food at my party and she left to get sushi and didn't say bye. And That's she true. actually she actually agreed with me that it was rude for whoever the hell to like not say bye at her That's party. That's the drama. It's like... That's the drama. Okay. Uh, remember the scenes when Ramona used to get used to say to Luann, it must be awful when your husband cheats on you constantly. Everyone knows you're a part-time mum. Everyone knows you're out getting drunk and dancing on tables. Anyway, I just got a new manicure. So that was that was drama and that was real. Yes, yes. So step it up, Bravo. Step it up. Having said all of that, guys, we are going to love you and leave you. Um, <laughs> we have uh, had our full of Bravo. I'm just glad... Um, Real Housewives of Orange County is bringing something. So thank you. Um, all right. So we are going to go. You know, you can always follow us and please do on our Instagram, Tender Loving Care Podcast. You can email us anytime, DM us, email us, uh, tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. Kate, there is also extra special episodes we do. Yes, there are. Every other Friday, we are releasing a bonus episode for our Patreons slash subscribers. For $5 a month, you'll get two extra episodes per month. Uh, and these are um, documentaries that we're interested in uh, about pop culture, celebrities, true crime, paranormal. These are things that are outside of the networks that we normally cover that we find fascinating. Um, so if you go to your feed, you can see the subscription only episodes, click on that, put your details in five bucks a month and you're getting, you know, a few more hours of content from us every month and you're supporting the show. And we really, really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, do that. Tell a friend about the show, whatever app you're on, rate us five stars real quick. Give us a review. It all helps us to grow and, um, 
we we would love if you could do one of those things. Thank you so much for being here. We love y'all. We love you all. Thank you. Have a fantastic weekend. <gasps> bye bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.